0: Welcome to the Mission Critical Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Hebert, creator of the Mission Critical Coaching System, where we take a unique, holistically-based approach to your personal growth. We examine all aspects of your life and leadership and engage your heart and mind to unlock your full potential so you can be, do, and have it all. Up on this episode, we talk about why you need to count the cost in your next endeavor to experience success. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Mission Critical Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Justin Hebert, and I am so excited to have you back for this next episode. Reminder, wherever you're catching this, we are on all platforms. So if you are On Facebook, go ahead, give us a like and subscribe, turn on those bell notifications. If you're catching us in Apple, iTunes, or your podcast listening of choice, make sure you subscribe and go ahead and leave us a review. But the important thing, let's get into today's episode. I don't want to waste any time. We need to count the cost. So, let's take a quick quiz to get us started. What do these three men have in common jesus benjamin franklin dwight d eisenhower now maybe lots of things but one in importance and one in particular stands out to me today and it is the focus of our conversation all three gave us an insight about what it means to count the cost jesus once when he was addressing the crowds and the and as people started to gather around him and respond to his message the bible actually tells us that jesus turned to many of them and said you need to count the cost you can't go to war without knowing how many troops you have and how many troops the enemy has you can't create a new building or a statue if you don't know how much money it's going to cost, the amount of resources that it has. And and then he says, and he, you can't follow me. You can't do all of the things that I'm telling you you need to do if you're not willing to give up something. If you don't know the cost, you can't follow me. Similarly, Benjamin Franklin, on the eve of the signing of the Declaration of Independence as the founding fathers of America are debating what to do about the British problem, he says this. He says, gentlemen, indeed, we must all hang together, or most assuredly, we will all hang separately. We cannot back into a war with the leading superpower of the day on a whim. We must With firm resolution, with firm resolve, with commitment, with dedication, know what we are doing and then execute efficiently and effectively or it will all crumble around us. And third, Dwight Eisenhower. Uh, I'm a huge history fan. I love World War II. Uh, Lincoln and the Civil War. I'm into all of it. Listen to Eisenhower's Executive Order, the morning of the D-Day invasion. In short, he says, sailors, soldiers, people gathered around, we know that the cost is high. You are getting ready to embark on perhaps the most costly mission ever conducted in human history. Your enemy is well trained, they're well equipped, and because they are defending their homeland, they will fight savagely. But know that the mission that you have is even greater than that. You see, they are fighting to defend their brutality. They are fighting to defend their unjust actions. You, however, are fighting for truth. You're fighting for right. You're fighting for justice. You're fighting for freedom. So we know the cost, and we are willing to pay it. See, each of these three men, before they began this next significant shift in where they saw their life and their calling taking them, sat down and counted the cost. And the truth is, we could look at great stories throughout history and see that people have done the same throughout the ages. Noah sat down and counted the cost of building the ark. How much is it going to cost me? What's the ridicule going to be? Characters throughout sacred scriptures of all walks of faith have Relayed the stories of what it means to actually do the things that they are asking their followers to do. Abraham Lincoln, uh, his biography, if you study him, is complete with stories of him knowing through premonitions that he wouldn't survive his second term. I could win this reelection, but if I do, this war will be the death of me. And there are several stories that recount these. Feelings and these premonitions that he got that I have to decide if I want this second term, we will be victorious, but it's going to cost me my life. And he chose to do it anyway. American patriots at the start of the war knew the cost of going against Great Britain. Soldiers throughout World War I, World War II knew the cost of what it was going to be required Of them, And so today, though hopefully not in as dramatic of a sense as any of that, you also, I also, we also need to count the cost of whatever it is that we want to do. If you don't like where society is going, if you see injustice, if you feel particular connections to a certain group that you want to see advanced or defended, you must be willing to count the cost. But even in your personal life. See, one of the things that we talk about in the coaching relationship is that every yes requires a no. You cannot say yes to everything. When I say yes to working, I say no to my family. It's summertime. They're home. My wife's a teacher. My kids are in school. They are inside as we speak. And by saying yes to filming, I'm saying no to spending time with them. Every yes requires a no. When I say yes to the 5 a.m. gym, I'm saying no to 5 a.m. sleep. When I say yes to one client, I'm saying no to another. When I say yes to a bad habit, I'm saying no to a good habit. Everything we do, every choice that we make, every yes that we say requires that we need to, to know... What the no is, we must be willing to count the cost. Now, how do we know in whatever venture we want to take that we've counted the cost? I want to give you five ways for you to count the cost to make sure you are ready for that next venture. Whether you are passionate about starting a business, growing your family fixing a societal injustice, engaging your community, whatever it is. How do you know when you're ready? Look at these five steps. So first, number one, you have to count the people. If every yes requires a no, if you have to count the cost, who are the people that need to be involved? Maybe that's people on your team. Maybe that's the people in your life. But sit down and examine. When I work late nights, I have to sacrifice somewhere. So what's the plan for the people in my life to make sure that I still have the time allotted for those significant relations those significant relationships and investments we cannot do any mission or journey by ourselves as that old african proverb says if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go with others count first the people that you need in your life To make sure your journey is a success. Figure out how in the process of saying yes to this new venture, you continue to say yes to them. It might make some other areas of your schedule need to change. You might need to fix a few things. It might need to modify your weekend. And you'll eventually have to say no to something. But you can't do this journey without people. So count the cost of people first. Second, count the places. One of these significant decisions that my wife and I made years ago was to live near family. We knew, having not grown up particularly, at least geographically close to any of our grandparents, that we wanted our kids to know their grandparents really well. And so that meant we said no to lots of places and lots of opportunities so that we could say yes to those, however fewer they might be, to opportunities that were near family. So we said yes to certain places and no to a whole lot of others. And we said no to some pretty amazing opportunities because they didn't honor that value. We counted the cost of we could pursue this job, we could pursue this interest, we could pursue this money, but that meant saying no to our family, to the places we wanted to live, the kind of lifestyle we wanted to have. So we counted the cost of people and then of places so that we knew where we could invest. And then once we made that choice, we intentionally invested into those locations. What does it look like to belong to a community in a place? Do we know the names of our neighbors and our friends? We have a close community that we have established relationships with. We know the places we go, we frequent, we invest in. No people, no places. The third thing is to count the cost of your passions. We all have a huge variety of things we're interested in. But the more we say yes to, the less we can perfect any of them. And one of those decisions that I made years ago is to say, if I'm even marginally interested in something, I'm going to pursue it till I am no longer interested in it. And so it has meant that I have experienced a lot at a very, very superficial level. And at least at this stage in my life, I'm okay with that. But the flip side, the no of that is I'm not really good at a whole lot of my hobbies. I'm marginally passing on lots of different things. Because I have opted, I have said yes to a vast number of experiences instead of fewer experiences where I dive deeper. And once I find a hobby that I really like, that's when I dive in and really commit to refining and perfecting and pursuing it. But part of that is to be able to count the cost of your passions. Do you have one, two, three that you really want to be invested in? Or do you want to experience a wide variety and then begin a refinement process? Every yes that you say has to say a no. Every time you say yes to a new hobby, you're saying no to an old one. Every time you say yes to a new hobby, maybe it makes you reevaluate the people and the places. But take the time to count the cost so that you know where your people are, where your places are, and where your passions are. Number four... To count the cost of your time. This is where we really start to see that we have to make some decisions. I can say yes to lots of people. Maybe I I can even say yes to lots of places, lots of passions. I can't say yes to lots of things in my time. Once time leaves us, it is gone forever. I can always make more money. I can't make more time. So, what does it mean to count the cost of time? I want to start a business. That means I'm going to have to set aside one hour, two hours, three hours in the evening. That's going to necessitate where my family gets their time. I don't want to sacrifice my family time, so I'm going to work in the evenings, and that means I need to shift my family time somewhere else. So what am I going to give up? Golfing with the buddies on the weekend, that one extra vacation time that holiday time whatever it is once you say yes to an endeavor you have to say no somewhere so count the cost of your people your places your passions but also of your time you cannot do it all by the time you start to account for your own health you need for sleep exercise good nutritious food you only have 24 hours in a day and it starts to get really tight really quickly so count the cost of your time i want to invest in this new passion. I want to start this nonprofit. I want to begin this business. Then sit down and count out the time that it will take to make it an effective pursuit of your time. Block it out. Say yes to that time commitment, but realize what you have to say no to so you don't end up disgruntled and angry and bitter. And then finally, you have to say yes to resources. What are the resources you need to make your mission successful, to make your business grow, to make your nonprofit start up, to make your social justice plan a reality, to invest back into your community? That just as we can't do it by ourselves, that's why we started with this idea of people, you can't do it by yourself in terms of resources. Maybe you need access to money. Maybe you need access to other people's insights or wisdom. Maybe you need other connections. But what are the resources that you need? Saying yes to those resources, counting the cost of those resources, helps us know how to say no to the distractions. This is really that distinction between the good and the great. There are lots of good things that you can do and lots of good places that you can spend your time, but that is different than saying wholeheartedly yes and passionately pursuing the greatness that's around you and inside of you. There's a difference between saying yes to lots of little good things and one ultimate great thing that you have been called and created for. Knowing those resources, knowing what you're after, knowing what that cost is, is the only thing that will allow you to complete the mission that you have been given. That divine calling, that divine spark that is inside of you, only becomes completed when you know the people, the places, the passions, the time, and the resources that you need to make your mission successful. So whatever it is, whatever it is that you have been called to, I want you to pursue that with all of your passion. Just like Jesus, just like Benjamin Franklin, just like Dwight Eisenhower, and just like countless other men and women before us that knew that they were called to something different, knew that they were called to be a world changer, knew that inside of them was a burning passion that they had to see through to completion, they sat down and they counted the cost. And you need to do the same. From creating new habits, to starting a business, to solving economic and justice problems that surround us and burden our hearts, you must be willing to count the cost. Do it and then take that action to experience the fulfillment and joy that comes with living as a mission-critical leader. Thanks for watching today's episode. If you're catching this on YouTube, make sure that you are subscribed. Go ahead and leave us a like, turn on those bell notifications, and leave us a comment below about that great thing that you're pursuing If you're catching this on one of the audio versions. We wanna hear from you too. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review And then let us know how this episode has inspired you to pursue that great, world-changing idea and how you're going to do it. I'm Justin. Those are your next steps. We'll catch you on the next episode.